Hello, my name is Jillian. My name is Yolanda, and welcome to The Pemberley Podcast. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another crazy exciting episode of The Pemberley Podcast. (laughs) We wanted to talk about some very awesome ladies who mean a lot to us over the internet. Drunk Austin. If you are looking for a place that always updates their social media about unlike us unlike <laughs> us of austin related stuff or even just guys book related things female empowering type of things they're the ones to follow oh yeah i feel like stefan from snl this place has everything <laughs> it has wentworth wednesday gifts of colin firth colin firth and young harrison ford from you know the 70s <laughs> It's great. It's run by these two ladies, Robin and Brooke, and I love everything they've ever tweeted. Yeah. It's great. It's like pro-literature, pro-chick-lit, pro-Jane Austen universe. I think early on, actually, before we even posted an episode when we were just like tweeting like, hey, this is a thing we're going to do, they actually uh, retweeted us, and they were very nice to do that. Thanks, ladies. Um, so that that kind of got us a little bit of attention early, early on. Because they're very popular. Because yeah. why wouldn't they be? These are they're awesome. They tweeted the Austinite spelling primer, which lets you know that Bennett is spelled with one T, not two. Muslin is not the same as Muslim. <laughs> Lizzie is spelled with a Y, not an I-E, unless you're talking about the Lizzie Bennett Diaries. And for the love of Jane, it's Austin with an E, not with an I. So I thought it was a very helpful little guide. Actually, when you were talking about, like, these two ladies who we really love, I thought you were talking about the ripped bodice. I love them, too. Yeah, they're great, too. We we should talk about this now. (laughs) You're right. You guys, we're so famous. And I'll tell you why. Because Yolanda and I... Every The third Thursday of each month, The Ripped Bodice has the greatest event ever called Romance Comedy, where they have a stand-up comedy show at for The free. Ripped Bodice for free. And they have dessert there always. And yeah. it's amazing. It's, and everything in the store is 10% off. Like, I can't say... It's like my favorite night of the month. I can't say enough good things about... It's great. Romantic comedy. So you can also... I mean, the mascot of The Ripped Bodice is their dear little dog, Fitzwilliam Waffles. We've talked about him. He's our favorite. And... At the Ripped Bodice, you can purchase a Fitzwilliam Waffles fan badge. Which we both have. Which we both have. <laughs> and both remembered to bring to this yes. past romance comedy. So we like walked into the store early. Like a with bunch our, of nerds. Like <laughs> nerds with our Fitz badges. And Leah is like manning the counter and she's like, you guys look so cute. Can I take a picture? And I'm like, well, my life goal has just been realized. I mean, deep down, that's what exactly what I was hoping for. And she just brought it to fruition. And shortly thereafter, she tweeted the picture of us, tagging us, saying, you you guys are the Pemberley, right? And we're Uh like, how did you remember? She knows us. (laughs) Even though like we're there every month. (laughs) I'm still amazed that they remember us. I know, I'm like, we're not worthy. We're not worthy. But it's I great. think I've actually only seen the dog once or twice. Well, he stopped coming to romance so, comedy so after a while. Because it was past his bedtime. It was overwhelming for him. Oh, follow him on Instagram or mm-hmm. Twitter at Fitzwilliam Waffles because it's the best name ever. I'm scrolling through right now. It's the cutest dog I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Cutest dog. So... Drunk Austin is drunk underscore Austin on Instagram and Twitter and the Ripped Bodice. We're just plugging 
things we love and yeah. that you should love too. Because it's like one of those things where like, if you're a fan of the Lizzie Bennett Diaries of this podcast, these are things you will probably also love. So we're passing oh, yeah. it along to you. Take our advice. If you don't live in the LA area, you should make it's a pilgrimage out here <laughs> to the Ripped Bodice in Culver City. You can always find us there. With our Fitz fan badge. club badges. We're very easy to spot. <laughs> Enough about us. Let's dive back into the Lizzie Bennett Diaries. Yeah, who are we, Lizzie? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Talking about ourselves all the time. <laughs> Just kidding. So Sorry, Lizzie. <laughs> Episode 75, Merry Christmas, story by Anne Toole, teleplay by Margaret Dunlap. It's Christmas yes. in the Bennett world. Yay. Yay. It's going to be Christmas so soon. We still have some time. We do have time. Definitely. But it's, it's going to my... go by like that. Yeah. Christmas is one of my favorite times of the year, just because it's like, it's happy, and the music, and the decorations, and the movies, and everything about it, I really enjoy. But it always feels like it does go by so quickly. I think it's like, more so the anticipation of Christmas that I really enjoy, Mm -hmm. because Christmas itself, I think, for my family, is is always like a pretty chill day of like, well, that's over with. (laughs) Like, once you get to Christmas, it's like, we're done. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think I've ever gotten dressed on Christmas. No. pajamas all day yeah 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 this is a great segue so fyi not much happens in this episode (laughs) what's actually so nice about it is at the very like basically charlotte and jane and lizzie try and take sort of a like pose for a christmas photo yeah but they said tell us about your favorite holiday tradition no matter what holiday you celebrate let's talk about ourselves for this episode because that's what they called for it was their call to action yeah Especially, I mean, commercially now, especially, I mean, the radio station, like, as the day after Thanksgiving, yeah, nothing but Christmas music, like, all of December. Here in Southern California, you know, Coast 103.5 has started to, like, immediately after Thanksgiving, they start, I think last year was a little controversial (gasps) because they started before Thanksgiving, if I recall. But they also stopped Christmas songs, like, the day after Christmas, which was very jarring, and I didn't like that. So I would prefer (laughs) they start after Thanksgiving and keep it going for a couple days after Christmas, just to, like, ease ourselves out of that I mean, there's, like, a weird week between Christmas and New Year, where it's like, what do I do with myself? Like, I've got to eat all the leftovers. Yeah. I've got to, like, figure out what to do with all these gifts. Yeah. I've got to, like... And I don't know when this, let me actually check when this video was released, because I don't know if it was released, was it on Christmas? So this video was actually released on Christmas Eve, so they are still in pre-Christmas mode and trying to enjoy the holidays, even though Lydia is still mad at Lizzie. Where's Lydia? Dunno. We should wait for Lydia. Let's just get this on three. One, two. Are you two still fighting? Do you do any, does your family do anything special for Christmas each year? I feel like we always open presents on the night of Christmas Eve. Us too. Yeah. It's sort of be- just because it's like, we just want Christmas to be a very chill day where it's like, we've already done everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we don't need to worry about anything. We don't want to go out. We do that too. Well, because I know my mom says we do it. My grandma's German. And so uh. like, they like, in Europe, they more like celebrate Christmas on Christmas Eve. Okay. So that's actually what we do. Like Christmas Eve is usually like when the family comes over Hmm. and we open a lot, most of our presents. And then the next day is when like Santa comes, but Santa hasn't come for a long time. (laughs) Um, And it's just like, now it's like my brother and I just like save 
some presents to open the next day. Okay. And my mom likes to buy little stocking stuffers still. Oh. So she'll like put those in the stockings and we come down and we're like, oh my gosh, what happened? Where did these come from? <laughs> and yeah, like I like I said earlier, I don't think I've like ever gotten dressed on Christmas because that's a day when you like stay in your pajamas. For a long time, we would just like watch the DVDs we got for Christmas. Oh, oh yeah. I would tend to get DVD or like either my brothers or I would get DVDs for each other. And it's really like, these are the DVDs for the family. Yeah. <laughs> like, we're all going to watch these. Yep. <laughs> I actually got DVDs for my mom last Christmas because <laughs> she's still of the generation where, like, <laughs> she, you can gift a movie. Physical media. <laughs> I got her, you know what I got her? Bridget Jones's Baby. Oh. she Because we saw that together yeah. in the theater, like, twice. I'm excited for Halloween to come up. Yeah, I'm I think s- we're closer to Halloween in real time. I know, I feel like this yeah. is bad because I now I'm in Christmas mode. I'm like, oh, Christmas. Yeah. But we still have uh, Halloween and Thanksgiving to go Halloween to. Halloween is a holiday for me. Um, I'm still trying to find out what my Halloween tradition should be because for sure. many, many years I was a kid. And <laughs> so I'd like, I don't know, have the costume night before. We'd like carve pumpkins. Night yeah. of we'd go trick-or-treating and it'd be a lot of fun. And now I'm trying to figure out what's appropriate because I've got a job and like people sure. don't dress up, but it's like I am one to dress up. Yeah. And you just have to wear like cat ears and it's like, I dressed up. <laughs> but that's so lame. I, I know. Like, I like believe that that's lame. Yeah. And so I'm still, I'm trying to find my rhythm. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, last year I dressed up enough to get a like a $3 burrito at Chipotle. There you go. But I can't, am I going to let commercialism determine my <laughs> holiday traditions? I mean, I guess we've kind of allowed that. The whole reason there's a resurgence of Santa Claus was because of Coca-Cola. Fun fact. Yeah. America, like, I mean, forgot about Santa Claus until Coca-Cola revived him. Coca-Cola, we could go into this. <laughs> <laughs> Coca-Cola is such a, like, it's an international brand, but the way they've branded themselves is also like, this is the American drink. Like, mm-hmm. 4th of July, you, like, you're grilling burgers and mm-hmm. you get your Coke. Or you're at the game, you get a Coke. Mm-hmm. They're amazing. Like, their oh, yeah. branding is so good. But yes, like the polar bears with the Coca-Cola, Santa with the Coca-Cola, it's like, this is American. Yeah. Drink your American Coca-Cola. Anyway. So I just went on a tangent, but that's yeah, like there, branding yeah, and marketing is that's, fascinating. We can talk about that if we want. <laughs> we don't need to. That's not we're our trying, tradition. We're trying to keep on positive things and not commercialism. I know. Um, but Halloween. consumerism. Halloween. I think Lydia has a great line later on. She's like, Halloween is a state of mind. And that's like, I believe that. Because like, it's always been my freaking favorite holiday. Because yeah. it's like so much fun. I love the fall. Our birthdays are in the fall, you know, that's when it starts finally cooling down. Like I can't stand the heat. So I I decided to live in Southern California and it's just a great fun night where you just let loose. I always let loose, but I have an excuse. (laughs) (laughs) Halloween wasn't really something we celebrated growing up for me. I have like a baby picture of me dressed up as a pumpkin and it's really adorable. I bet it's so cute. Um, you should find that and we'll tweet it on Halloween. Sure. But we didn't go trick-or-treating. That wasn't a thing we did. Mm. Uh, so I didn't really, I didn't dress up uh, throughout growing up. Yeah. So, but then in college, I was like, I want to do this. So yeah. I did dress up. That's awesome. Go for it. Yeah. Uh, what was your first costume post-pumpkin? <laughs> I'm not gonna say because it's embarrassing, but mm. I, I did dress up as Darth Vader once. That's so great. <laughs> yeah, and then I dressed up 
there was one year I had I had bangs, so it was very easy to dress up as Ugly Betty. <gasps> so I had like fake glasses, the bangs, show. and I just had like copies of Seventeen magazine carrying that around. Did you have her little necklace? Uh, I didn't have the, the necklace, poncho? but I kind of just had like mismatched clothing that was like very Ugly Betty esque. Um, that was a great show. <laughs> and I, I remember I ran into a friend because there was like different activities on, on campus. And she's like, you're Ugly Betty, you're Ugly Betty. And I'm like, you're saying that a little too enthusiastically. <laughs> I'm borderline offended now. Yeah. You're getting Like, I excited. wear these clothes. Yeah. <laughs> Not together, Not but together, I do wear them. But these are my clothes. <laughs> That's wonderful. I like dressed as some variation of a princess or something oh. from like... Very young to yeah. when I was, like, 13 or 14. Oh. For my first Halloween, though, my dad is, like, not a Halloween enthusiast. Okay. So it wasn't until I was three years old that I finally got costumes. And for the first time I dressed up, I was Eeyore from Winnie <gasps> the Pooh. Oh, that's adorable. My grandma made me a donkey costume with, like, a detachable tail because he was always losing his tail. Yeah. So that was fun. Oh. I don't remember it, but I'm, it sounds like fun. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Exiting the personal part of this episode and going back into Lizzie Bennett. We just analyzed our own lives. (laughs) Yes, so for episode 76, Wishing Something Universal, written by Kate Rorick, we're in that weird week where it's the only time where it's appropriate to watch the movie New Year's Eve starring everyone. Everyone. (laughs) And you're eating leftovers nonstop. You're like still, you're like, ugh. I wish that were the week that my family took down the Christmas tree. It usually stays oh. up until, like, well into January. <laughs> like, it's like, oh, snap, it's almost February. We should take this tree down. Going back to New Year's Eve, the movie. Oh, yeah, <laughs> for, right, sure. For a beat. Sure. <laughs> I actually try to make a point of watching that movie during that week. Uh-huh. Because of the fact I'm like, this is the only time that it's appropriate to watch this movie. And then you just see, like, Zac Efron and other people. And that's it. Does it... He have a crush on Michelle Pfeiffer in that movie? Um, it's like he's helping her to complete her bucket list because she has tickets to a very exclusive party. Yes, I watch it every year. <laughs> oh, oh, you do this to yourself on purpose. Yes. I understand like once. No. That's like a famously low rated movie. Do you like, I mean, do you like it? I think it's one of those movies that I'm like, I have it on DVD. <laughs> I was gifted it on Christmas. Of course. So it's a thing I have. All right. I'm sure. That's your own tradition, There you go. Yes. I know a lot of people watch, like, It's a Wonderful Life. I didn't see It's a Wonderful Life until I was, like, 16. Oh, wow. It's always on TV during that time of year. I never saw it. It's a great movie, though. I love it. It's a great movie. Love it. Who who failed you? (laughs) My parents, apparently. (laughs) And TV. I know. But back to Lizzie Bennett. (laughs) (laughs) So this is an interesting episode. We're in the weird post-Christmas, pre-New Year's week. Yeah. Charlotte wants to know how Lizzie and Lydia's relationship is faring, and it's not good. It's not looking good, because she's still going to Vegas completely unsupervised. We do get some Bennett parents. They're both fine with Lydia going off to Vegas. They're like, I mean, Mrs. Bennett is just like, yes, of course she should be going to Vegas. Bring home a boy. <laughs> get married. Maybe yeah. she'll get married. Like, maybe she'll meet a young man in Las Vegas. She can meet a young man who has recently come into some money and marry him on the same day. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's just, 
I we keep running into this with the with the uh, Bennett parents of like how how is their parenting style really working out for them right now? Very because, hands off. Yeah, just like get married, get out of the house. Yeah. <laughs> just, and the fact that Mrs. Bennett alludes to the fact that maybe she's gotten married in Vegas. Maybe was, she's still married. Nate, was that to Mr. Bennett? I know. I think there's a story there because because he was saying like oh he was basically like ha ha. Hope you never went to Vegas and married somebody you just met. Ha ha ha. And she's like, What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, dear. That happened? Did you end it? Or are you a polygamist, Mrs. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, really, she had to do that because her daughters aren't getting married. So she got married enough what for if, her. What if... <laughs> <laughs> no, but what if it's a thing that Mr. Bennett is saying, like, bet that never happened to you, am I right? Uh, uh, and and I'm she's just like, like finish that statement <laughs> <laughs> and lizzie's even like i don't need to know that about my mom <laughs> yeah, we don't need to hear about our parents going to vegas in the old days lydia and lizzie are still on the outs you and i were talking and we realized everyone in the show has a little sister yeah charlotte has maria mm-hmm. lizzie has lydia not even jane has lizzie lizzie, lizzie has, has lydia. lydia darcy has Gigi. yeah and that's everyone in the show i mean sure there's other there's a few well uh Who's the younger one? Is it Bing? Bing and Caroline. Caroline. Is Caroline the younger sister? She acts like an older sibling. Yeah. They're almost no, like, they don't say. They they're don't like say. kind of weirdly twins in a way. I know. They don't say. They don't say. But in so the book. So we're just going to go with younger because we're like, everyone, everyone has a little sister. sister. And that's, uh, well, both of us don't have sisters. This is, I can't relate. And we relate. don't have younger siblings. I can't oh. relate. My brother's technically okay. We're the same age, <laughs> yeah. and your brothers are all older. Yeah, so we can't relate. We've got all these brothers. Like we've grown up in houses with boys. <laughs> I don't know what it's like to fight about real stuff, but I I like seeing it because I like to imagine that if I had sisters, we'd have these kinds of relationships. Yeah, and that's where we can leave that. Yeah, <laughs> that's all we can really speak tell, to about that. Tell just like we shared our Christmas tradition or our holiday traditions. You share your sister relationship with us and we'll imagine like we have our own sisters it's probably cool i mean for lydia and being the younger sibling i'm it's different though with brothers because i think with you see with lizzie and with jane the way they treat lydia it's very different versus like with me and my brothers it was like hey we're just gonna like throw stuff at her And she's the youngest. And she can't do anything about it. <laughs> exactly. I, I think when you have a sister, it's a lot easier to see yourself in the younger version yeah. or the older version. And that's just different. with You don't like see yourself in each no, other. It's, no. Well, you can, but you also don't. No, yeah. you're just like such different people. Yeah. Lizzie does, though, make an announcement in this video. Because oh, yeah, that's, like, the biggest part of the video. The biggest part of the video is, like, in the last 30 seconds. Yeah. We're like, oh, like, I bet it's different having sisters. <laughs> What's that like, like? Back to the real news. Yeah. Lizzie has chosen her next, like, sh- company that she's going to shadow. Mm-hmm. On my way to Pemberley Digital. Why does that sound familiar? For Lizzie, who was someone in grad school and has internet access, she uh, really has not done her research on the company that she's about to move to San Francisco for Mm -hmm. and shadow for a certain amount of time. Because if she did, she would know that the CEO of this company may be someone she's familiar with. 
Just maybe. Darcy. It's Darcy. <laughs> um, <laughs> we're dragging it out for so long. We're like, no, I can't do this. I love, she just has a look at Charlotte's face at the end, really. It's great because she's yeah. like, oh, why does that sound so familiar? Pemberley, and of course, Pemberley. Charlotte, who does her research, yeah. is like, oh. She works in this industry. I bet yeah. they're a competitor. If anything, Catherine de Berg is an investor yeah. in both of these companies, so she's so. aware. And if they've been to dinner together... She, she she's well aware that Darcy owns Pemberley Digital. Or like we mentioned, like she probably has like internet access. Yeah, <laughs> um, Google. It's great. I love how Lizzie's like. I can't wait to live in this place and go to this new city and live my new life. And oh, I like this one company so cool and it sounds so familiar. And it's William Darcy's company. You know, typically when you accept a job or internship, you want to at least know, like, who your boss is going to be. Someone lied in her interview. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she was just, like, swept up in, I'm going to live in San Francisco. Everything's kind of fallen into place. This is great. I need another company to shadow, so let's go. Mm -hmm. It's a very spontaneous move for Lizzie because someone who's so cautious and well thought out and really tries to take her time in making decisions, she just, like, kind of up and did this. And so she's taking a week off to really throw her life into a suitcase for a couple months and go. Oh, yeah, that was the other uh, bombshell at the end of the episode. She's like, no new videos next week. You've got to wait until the week after. Yeah. I bet that was really hard for us. I, like, don't remember the agony, but I'm sure it was there. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I'll just go a week without the Lizzie Bennet diaries. I'll just, like, die. Yeah. Withdrawals were happening on Monday. People still refreshing the page at 9 a.m. Like, what happened? (laughs) Jumping to the comments section now where we read original YouTube comments from when the episodes first aired, we're actually going to be skipping comments for episode 675 because of the fact that at the end of the episode there was sort of this call to action to comment, what are your traditions? And a lot of lovely comments of people sharing their traditions. None of which um, we care about. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. We didn't Not that we don't care about yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. But it's like, hey, personal stuff. Yeah. That people shared in that moment. We don't need to share those again. We encourage you all to check it out. Yeah. So that's why we talked about our own traditions and experiences with holidays. So we're going to go straight to episode 76 then with comments. Comment by Norangatan says, and in all caps, Lizzie, do some research before you get into that job. I swear, if you don't don't know who owns that company, you need to stop leaving us with these giant cliffhangers. Ugh. Enjoying this to a ridiculous degree. Thanks. <laughs> LOL. <laughs> Ashley Fell says, LOL, on the way to Pemberley Digital. I so did not see that coming. Yeah, they just dropped that in casually. Just, by the way, Pemberley's next. You gotta wait two weeks. Yeah. A human merely being says, I have this image in my head of Darcy watching this video in the imaginary universe where all these people really exist. And when he gets to the Pemberley digital moment, he raises one eyebrow and says, this could be interesting. Oh, yeah. We didn't have a moment to have our WWDD. What would Darcy do? This directly affects him. Yes. This directly affects him. It's very exciting. Did he know? Was he expecting this? Is this a bombshell to Darcy as well? I remember when, like, Gigi finally threw them together. Right. It was, like, a surprise for him. But he had to have been watching these videos. Oh, he has to. Lizzie. It's like uh, Mary's bad acting uh, acting as, like, <laughs> Lizzie, what are you doing here? 
in my, in my company, company. <laughs> <laughs> where I work and own Kimberly Digital. <laughs> have you seen the nice things we have here? We have large parking spots. Comment by Allie Wright is maybe she'll meet a man in Vegas. And then I felt my stomach plummet. Ugh. So that doesn't have much to do with the fun stuff about going to Pemberley Digital. It's to do with Lydia and her running off to Vegas and yeah. running into folks who she shouldn't be running into. Ariana Carbonero says, Hey Lizzie, just a heads up, but someone you know that may have told you he loved you, that you may have turned down, is the CEO of Pemberley Digital. Oh, and also Fitz and Gigi ship you and Darcy together. Okay, bye. 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 That's so cute. That's clever. <laughs> yep, that's basically what happened. Yeah, because on Twitter, Fitz and Gigi are shipping <laughs> Lizzie and Darcy. Because at this point, at least on Twitter, if you follow them, Gigi has found Lizzie's videos and is watching and catching up to everything. Mm-hmm. And now she's like, oh, she's coming here. Or maybe she helped orchestrate this whole thing. Who knows? Dun, dun, dun. The two are conspiring and scheming and plotting to get these two together. I love it. Yeah. I love it more than anything. Gigi is basically the fandom. Yes. And she's trying to make these two come together. Yes, she is. She's helping us. We love her for <laughs> <Yes>. it. <laughs> we haven't even met her and we love her. She's in the next episode. <gasps> New character! Oh my goodness, that's right. The that- next time <gasps> the next time we meet, the next time we talk about the Lindsay Bennett Diaries, we will be at Pemberley Digital. I feel really guilty because for the longest time we were like, oh, like 25 episodes to Darcy. And like, this is another Darcy. Yeah. Nice Darcy. And we like forgotten to count down to her. I can't wait to meet Gigi. She's the best. She is. There's a lot to talk about with Gigi. I don't want to go into it now, but it's going to be so great. Amazing. We're excited. Well, that wraps it up for this episode. Check out our social media. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at The Pemberley. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash The Pemberley. And if you'd like to talk to us directly or have any questions, email us at thepemberleypodcast at gmail.com. And to support the podcast, donate to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash thepemberley or leave us a review on iTunes. That helps other people to find this podcast. You can find links to all of these pages on our WordPress page, thepemberleypodcast.wordpress.com, where we also include links to anything we mentioned on the show. Thanks again for listening. Bye! Bye.